0: Kevin. What? What, is your... <laughs> what do you want? Let me ask the question, man. I,
1: I, I I um, we fly.
0: Yo, Kev, what is your favorite Kathy Najimi movie? Sister X. <laughs> Okay, what is your second favorite Kathy Najimi
1: movie? Oh, it's this Hocus Pocus.
0: Hocus Pocus. Kathy Najimi is a tour the force in this movie, bro.
1: Yeah, she's I did not remember how good she was. I mean, people talk about how great Bette Midler is in this, and yeah, she's awesome. She kills it. She kills it. She kills kids. She's killing everything. But uh Kathy Najimi, unsung hero. on. Un- the song Hero. Man,
0: no one is singing her praises. No one is singing about her. And they need to.
1: I know. We need more songs about Kathy Najimi. Ed Sheeran. Get on that. What are you doing? Nothing.
0: <sighs> Anyways. Happy Halloween, everybody. Welcome to I Ruined My Childhood. Today we're revisiting the 1993 Disney classic, the legendary, you know what you love it, Hocus
1: Pocus. This is a very... Very spooky episode. A spooky episode for spooky times in more ways than one. Kev, what did you remember about this movie going in? Uh, Surprisingly, not that much specifically. Like the big stuff, I I remember there was a talking cat. I remembered like the Billy Butcherson character, which I got really excited when he was introduced because I didn't remember his name. And I thought they said Billy Butcher, which of (laughs) course is of the boys' fame. Yeah all, right. yeah, all right. Oh, Billy's here. Oh, hello, uh, Billy. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, his favorite. It, it's not as offensive if you're from wherever Billy's Jeez. from.
0: Billy came in hot, man. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I, I feel like there were two kinds of movies that we watch on this show. At least the ones that I've seen before we watch them. It's like there's ones that I remember well. And I look for the moments I remember. And then there's ones where I've like kind of forgotten everything. And it's like rediscovering it. And this was definitely that second kind.
0: Uh, man, I remember damn near everything about this movie. I feel It felt like I had just seen it last year. Which is probably the case because <laughs> I probably see it every single year. But even if I hadn't, it's so memorable. There's so many... It's it's like a candle, you know, when you when you smell a certain smell, it, it it it's like a rush of memories that comes back to you. And that's what this movie is. You know, it, it's it's the movie for the season, I feel like, and even more so than Halloween.
1: <laughs> yeah, is it had been a long time since I had seen this. Right. Yeah. 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 And so I want to talk a little. Let's start with the beginning of this movie. Uh, it is Salem in the 1600s, Massachusetts. And the shirts are flowing.
0: So flowing. Like a curtain in the breeze, man.
1: You could sleep in them. I know. Seinfeld is jealous of these shirts. The sign, the puffy shirt, Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah. The, that's a puffy shirt. This is like a kind of a puffy. Yeah. It's good.
0: Um, yeah. It doesn't really. He didn't even like that shirt.
1: Listen, li- these are shirts. That was a shirt. Don't overthink it. It's fine. Right.
0: Fair enough. Sure. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Uh, people are wearing shirts in this, and there are three witches in this: There's Bette Midler, Kathy Najimi, and Sarah Jessica Parker. They're stealing children's souls.
0: Sarah Jessica Parker, she's you know she's the the Valley Girl one. She's she's all <laughs> she's obsessed with boys, kissing boys. It's it's, it's really pushing the envelope for yeah. A Disney. Movie, I'd say. Yeah, this, there is there is surprisingly like some, some sexy stuff going on in this movie. It might be the only Disney movie to reference virgins. Yeah,
1: a lot of virgins. There's horny bus drivers. Uh, The mom is dressed up as Madonna for the Halloween party. And it's like early 90s sexy Madonna, too. Not like crazy 2020 Madonna. So, yeah, sex exists in this world. It's the real world. Magical realism. Hocus Pocus. That's what makes this movie so terrifying. It's so real.
0: Uh yeah, but yeah, you know they they're stealing kids souls, uh specifically the little sister of Thackeray Binks. I cannot stress the th enough. Thackeray with a th, not Zachary. Thackery. Th- th-
1: like like Zachary if you had a, a lisp that made absolutely no sense. None. Why would you have a lisp for saying the word Zachary? I don't know, but you do. So you hmm. say Thackeray. These so weren't
0: printed until the 1800s. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. It's a name never used before or after this movie.
0: And our boy Thackeray, you know, he jumps into action with his flowy Seinfeld shirt and he almost <laughs>
1: saves the day. Yeah, well, to, to be fair to him, two thirds of the witches' coven, they're not really the best at hand to hand combat.
0: Yeah, you know, the two Sanderson sisters that, who aren't Bette Midler. I don't remember their names. Let's just call them Sarah and Mary. That might actually be their names. There uh, is their names. <laughs> okay, no, perfect. They're pretty incompetent.
1: Yeah, but it's okay because apparently Bette Midler's character, Winifred, she has Palpatine force powers and just completely knocks out Thackeray. And as soon as she did that, I wrote down in my notes, why did she not do that immediately? And why doesn't she just always do that? It's pretty powerful,
0: man, and it it takes him out like fully takes him out. Like minutes later, he he still can
1: barely stand up. <laughs> it's just like like the townspeople show up to stop them. It's just like Palpatine force power zap. It's like oh, we need another child for their soul. Oh, Palpatine force power zap. It's like no fuss, no muss. Like why is this even a movie? Like
0: exactly, that should have been it.
1: Yeah, the whole
0: That's town. The, end of the story as a whole that would be a scary movie. That's Took over awful. the world. They just killed that little girl and and the whole town? Jesus. Anyway, they turn Thackeray into a cat and then they die. (laughs) Or is it? They return 300 years later when the town virgin (laughs) Max lights a candle.
1: (laughs) Max, who's too
0: cool for Halloween. Uh, So cool, man. He's he's so cool. He asked the girl out in the middle of class after she just made fun of him. In front of everybody.
1: It was really impressive. Just the irrational confidence through the roof on that one. Um, But one of the things that I I thought worked really well once we got to present day in this movie was all the fish out of water stuff with the witches. Like Max tricking them when they first return. He uses the sprinkler system in the museum to make them think that he has magical powers. Like all that stuff. (gasps) He makes fire.
0: the firemen that they think are witch hunters, the, the trick-or-treaters that they think are hobgoblins and little monsters just running around. Yeah, I, I really
1: like the way that uh, Bette Midler just said, hobgoblins. I thought it was really good. But, uh, yeah, There's the moment in the same scene where this little girl who's dressed as an angel goes, eh, bless you, and they freak out. It was great.
0: Yeah, all that was really dope, man. That, that was like the, the heart of the movie right there. Um, mm. Same Sisters, man, they're killing it, bringing it. Kathy Najimy, especially, yeah, right
1: riding that vacuum cleaner into legend.
0: Comedy heaven.
1: Uh, so one thing that uh, um, didn't really add up for me is like to take it back to the scene where Max asked that girl out is they're in school and it is Halloween day. And the teacher is dressed up like a witch. And she's telling the class the story of the Sanderson sisters, local folklore. Doesn't sound that weird until you consider the fact that Max is in like 11th grade. (laughs) Like what class is this in school that they're covering local legends?
0: Like, ma'am, this is AP Calc. I really (laughs) need to get this college credit.
1: Oh, I... Got a 200 on my SATs, but I can tell you all about the Shanderson sister. So (laughs) obviously I'll just ask me when you want me to start.
0: (laughs) Do you have 20 minutes to spare? (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. We should also mention speaking of the school element of the show, the school bullies, the worst bullies in the history of cinema. Yeah.
0: Jay and Ice. Jay. Who's giving Max a hard time for being from California. Like, bro, you are the biggest surfer, bro, I've ever seen. The, yeah. Like, the surfer dude.
1: Yeah. Jay, who looks like he belongs in the movie Point Break. It's like, pop me, kettle on that one.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. They're dumb. Dumb, but weirdly effective.
1: Yeah. Like, the, they're able to get his shoes, his candy. I, they're like Disney Channel bullies though like this is disney channel movie before there was disney channel i mean they're mean but they're goofy about it they're not like the bullies from it like could you imagine jesus <laughs> God. yeah no definitely not shut up
0: one thing i noticed though it, w- it was it was a little thing it was small but there was a little moment where the witch is going to the guy's house who they think is satan
1: yeah then uh penny marshall is his wife she's medusa
0: yeah yeah and rob marshall too great cameo yeah. But they leave their their flying broomsticks outside and these three little girls were trick-or-treating. They come out and they take the broomsticks and it's off screen. You don't see it, but you hear the sound effect of these three girls flying away on the Sanderson sisters broomsticks.
1: Yeah, yeah, I wrote that down too.
0: Like, bro, what happened there? Like, that's a whole spinoff right there. That's a, that, How come no one in Salem is talking about three missing little girls that they thought that's there are reports of them flying over the town on broomsticks? Where did they go?
1: I know. This is, that's the sequel, Hocus Pocus 2, which is in Europe. Maybe. Which maybe. is take Manhattan. <laughs> um, So maybe the most memorable scene in this movie is the big Halloween party that the parents go to. Yeah, yeah, the musical number. Yeah, with uh, Bette Midler performs I Put a Spell on You and it slaps. I can't oh. remember, I can't remember for sure, but I'm gonna go ahead and say I probably didn't appreciate how good that performance or that scene was when I first saw this movie when I was like seven or however old. Damn, it's
0: really good, bro. I, yeah. Still, still good. There's, there's some good costumes at that party, too. I don't know if you noticed.
1: Uh, <laughs> there was a guy. And I I doubt you would have noticed this. I only noticed it because I'm a crazy person. But in the background, I think he's dressed as Bruce Lee's character, Kato, from The Green Hornet. Um, And he is a terrible dancer.
0: (laughs) I didn't catch it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is a sight to behold. I will. Yeah. I'm just going to. The YouTube viewers are seeing it now.
0: Yeah, I got to go back. I love bad dancing. <laughs> well, While we're talking about loving things, um, you know what I love, Kev? Oh, what's that? Liking this video.
1: Ooh, commenting.
0: Subscribing.
1: Yes, do it. Do it right now. Like, comment, and subscribe, people. You know you want to.
0: Uh, One thing that did throw me a little, though, was Thackeray Binks. And again, yep. Thackeray.
1: Flowy shirt, weird name. What else? He's
0: he's played by a live person,
1: yeah. At the beginning, yeah, you
0: know. And when he's a cat, he's voiced by another person. But the same person that voices him as a cat voices the teenage version of him. It's this one grown ass man voicing this kid. I failed, Emily.
1: Emily. So like wait, the whole, movie. I I did not catch this. So they they dubbed they dubbed the kid actor
0: they did for no reason they must have That's hated what... they was just like yeah kid you got the look but your voice <laughs> so we're gonna hire this, uh, this grown ass man to
1: voice you cool action while we're talking about uh, little weird things uh, this movie falls victim to a common trope in movies with supernatural stuff that always annoys the hell out of me
0: pay attention kids something that annoys Kevin
1: oh yeah here it comes you better take a picture of this, record this, because it's not often that I complain about things. Uh, yeah, so Max and his sister and the love interest, Allison, they're going around, they're getting chased by the Sanderson sisters, and they're trying to warn people about the witches, which, you know, you want to do. But instead of telling people, hey, there are these three crazy ladies they are after us, they think they're actual witches, you know, they're trying to kidnap children, they go around telling people that, there are 300-year-old witches back from the dead for real. Like, you got to know what you can sell to the public. You got to lie, little kids.
0: Yeah, well, if there's any town to tell people that there are 300-year-old witches chasing you, it's Salem, Massachusetts, where they teach that in AP Calculus. <laughs> also. Enough. Kevin, this this is a Disney movie, man. We can't encourage the
1: kids to lie. You, you got to think, think of the children, man. The, I am thinking of the children. If they don't learn to make their lies believable now, they'll never be able to falsely accuse anyone of being a witch in the future. I mean, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad I convinced you. Sounds like you're very convinced. I'm, I'm glad so. I convinced you. <laughs> uh, so this movie does drag a little bit towards the end. I feel like there was a missed opportunity with the school sequence, Max over the intercom. Yeah, classic 90s movie trope where the tables are turned, where mm-hmm. the kids are in charge. It's in a school too, so like every kid who's watching the movie would immediately the wheels would start turning, they'd be thinking of ways that they could mess with the witches, Parting on the microphone,
0: turning to <laughs> horrors for the witches you know
1: yeah but no they just they just trick them into a pot a absolutely irrationally massive pottery furnace in the basement of this school
0: yeah which is no one explained that at all there's a full <laughs> like sink and there there's greek statues being made in there it's weird and there's no door to get out <laughs> in case you actually accidentally get locked in and set on
1: fire so, OSHA is yeah. very disappointed with this high school's safety <laughs> measures. Um, so they burn up the witches only they don't because the witches come back because that's not how you can kill them. Uh,
0: all they had to do, all they had to do is sit, chill, wait until daylight, at least like three more hours. Not, even, not, open the book. not even just yeah. don't open the book
1: and they're good. But of course they open the book. Yep. And, and then there's a big chase they go through and, uh, they end up back at the, uh, cemetery, which is like, you know, we're retracing our steps at this point. Like, come on, movie. Should have stayed at school. Should have stayed in school message, but, uh, she stayed in school. Uh, the don't open a book. Yeah. Don't open oh. a book with eyeball on it. Don't take that risk. You don't know what's coming to get you. Hey kids, be smart. Don't open the
0: book. Yeah,
1: but uh, yeah. So they ultimately, you know, shock of the century. They are able to stall, and the sun comes up, and the twenty-four hours or whatever the night, the one night the witches have to get a soul expires, and all the witches explode, and it's a happy ending.
0: Real quick, though, did you notice how the witches, especially Winifred, was suddenly like super aware of modern stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like she was telling, she was chasing them in the car and she was telling them to pull over. When yeah.
1: Yeah. She, she told them they were resisting arrest, which is like, how does she even know those words? Like
0: <laughs> how she, how she just not like get out of that devil contraption, you sorcerer. Yeah. I, I don't know, man, but yeah, it, was, it was, maybe it was,
1: maybe it was in her book. So Devin, it's that time. Yeah. Did rewatching Hocus Pocus ruin your childhood? No, man,
0: not at all. This is dope. This is fun. This, I, I do this every year. Bette Miller was good. Sarah Jessica Parker was good. Kathy and Jimmy was great. You know, can't say enough about Kathy and Jimmy, man. The physical comedy, the the stuttering, the the looks, the screaming at the kid on the TV, hilarious. <laughs> It did drag a little bit toward the end, though, I will say. Yeah. It was a good good experience to get to go back to to my childhood, man.
1: Yeah, I I agree. This did not ruin my childhood either. I think all of that was spot on. It's like rewatching this really reminded me a lot of like being in fourth or fifth grade around Halloween and the leaves are coming off the trees and you're thinking about candy and the costume you're going to wear. Mm, uh, speaking. Yeah. Of, did you ever have any memorable costumes when you were yeah. a kid?
0: Yeah, man. I was a I was a pirate when I was eight. It was uh, actually the same day I hurt my arm and I was in a cast, and i it was the same arm that I had a hook on, so it was perfect. <laughs> I was method. Demi- Serendipitous. Demi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: My mom would make all my costumes, so I I was like never like a Power Ranger or anything like that. And uh, my I remember one year I was Swamp Fox. You're what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the appropriate reaction to that. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was a real historical person named Swamp Fox. He was a Revolutionary War guy. I think his real name is Francis Marion. And he was mm-hmm. like the movie The Patriot was loosely based on him. He was a pioneer of guerrilla warfare. So like a war hero, I guess, but like not exactly the best role model for a child. Um, but I knew him because there was this old, old Disney show from like the early 60s, I think, about him. And it starred Le- Leslie Nielsen as Swamp Fox.
0: Look at gun. Leslie Nielsen, the man.
1: Yeah, the but yeah D- uh, Disney Channel didn't ha- used to have all that much original programming. Like it was all old cartoons and old black and white TV shows. And so, like, in the early 90s, they just throw up reruns of, like, these old American propaganda stuff. None of what
0: you said sounded like the early 90s. (laughs) It sounds like 1974. But all right, man, a
1: simpler time nonetheless. It was a simpler time for simple people. And on that note, that's the end of our episode. Have you rewatched Hocus Pocus for Halloween this year? What did you think of it? Does it hold up? Do all these baiting questions to try and get you to comment annoy you? Comment and tell us. Yes. Hate mail. Until next time, everybody. Peace.